share with you and get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust them. Business has been word of mouth and referrals. Mm-hmm. So if it were not for those word of mouth referrals, all these experiences for a purpose. They are all serving a purpose. And I need you to now start ministering to other women. They need to know their value, their worth. They need to know how loved and they are. They need to know that I see them. I see what they're going through. My name is Renee Hastings, and I'm your host of Renee Speaks. It is with great pleasure and great honor that I welcome you to the show, and I'm so thrilled that you've joined us today. For those that are going to be listening to the replay later, I want to welcome you as well. Today, we have an absolutely phenomenal guest with us, one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. This person is a podcast producer an Amazon influencer, and owns a live streaming consultancy. He is all things podcast, all things live stream, and comes with so many years of audio expertise that I cannot wait to share with you our very own Chris Stone. Wow. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. The applause. Please, everyone, everyone, please calm down. Calm down. That's amazing. Renee, it is amazing to be here, not only with you, because one of my favorite parts of the week is where we get to connect, you and I, and work on our collective businesses. And I just am so excited uh, for you and this show. And there's, you know, for me being in the business that I'm in, there is nothing more exciting than your first show. There right. is really yes. nothing more exciting than your oh, first show. Yes. It really is. And I can totally relate. <laughs> years from now, years from now, you're going to go back and you're going to watch this show and you're going to listen to this show. And you're actually going to be maybe a little bit, not ashamed, but you're going to look at it and go, look how far I've come. And so, you know, I'm just honored to be here uh, on on the inaugural episode of Renee Speaks and and the launch. Thank you so much. And thank you for that amazing intro as well. Oh, man, I I could not be more honored, could not be more thrilled. I know that, as you said, looking back um, years from now, when I look back on this episode, I know that this is going to be one that's going to be embedded into my brain and I'm going to be like, Chris, I'm going to need you to carry us because you're the one who knows what you're doing. (laughs) 
<laughs> listen, you know your audience and the community that is watching right now and that's listening. And like you said, either on replay or live, uh, you know your community more than I do. And one thing that I really loved about the conversation that we had prior to this is we, you knew exactly what the, the content that I could deliver to serve your community. And I think there are so many people that I talk to that, you know, maybe disqualified, I guess, as a, as a podcast uh, client is that they don't know how to serve their community. They don't even know who their community is. They don't know who it is that they are speaking to. Because once you understand who you're speaking to, the Renee Speaks community, once you know who that is and you know exactly who that, that, that person is, that call it an avatar, although it's not that, that new movie with all those weird blue people. <laughs> and once you have that person in mind, you know what they're going through. You know their what they need to do, if they're an entrepreneur, what their struggles are, if they're a woman, what their specific struggles are, right? It, and so you understand who that is. And when you know their struggles, you know that what you have is the medicine to fix those problems. And that becomes your content. That becomes your, your podcast. And so many people get it wrong. And I love the fact that before episode one and the big red light uh, came on, you knew exactly what your community wanted and, and what they needed in order to become successful. So thank you for, for that. And I think you're, you're years ahead of so many other people that have hundreds of podcast episodes already. Wow. Well, thank you so much for that great compliment. That means so much coming from you. <laughs> Truly, it does. Um, my purpose and goal for this podcast is to basically support women entrepreneurs on their entrepreneurial journey. I know when I started on my journey um, back in 2000, oh, even before then, when I owned a business before the one that I own right now, it was not an easy thing. There were some sacrifices that had mm. to be made. There were so many late nights. There were so many missed meals and missed events. And as a mom and as a wife and as you know, uh, and a full-time employee, there were so many sacrifices that had to be made. So when I started on my current journey, <clears throat> I just figured I cannot be the only one who has dealt with things, had to overcome some things, had some things revealed to me <laughs> that I did not even know were things <laughs> along this journey. And so I just thought, what better way to show women that number one, you're not alone. Number one, what you're going through, or number two, <laughs> what you're going through is so relatable. And number three, we are in this together. There's a whole community yes. of support out here for you of people who can speak into you, people who can give you guidance, tips, tricks, things to avoid, things to do, things to maybe do differently, all of that. I'm hoping that this platform and every single guest that I bring on will be able to speak into that so that in every episode, there's at least one nugget that they can take away and say, oh, that's going to help me. Oh, that's going to help me on this journey. Oh, I, I can avoid this pitfall if I do what this guest says. So I'm just so beyond thrilled. Cannot, I, I haven't I said beyond thrilled like a hundred times already. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's that you are thrilled. But I, you know, it, 
it's amazing to me. And I, I sort of said it before. And, you know, here I am looking at this chat that's lighting up with friends, Carla, Tori, thank you, Jim and, and Della and Dan and these folks that are chiming in. This is really what it's a part of, right? This is like, you know, when we work with people and we talk and people are uh, sort of like, why are we going live? Why are we not just recording this podcast? Mm -hmm. And then I'll ask them, well, why are you afraid to go live? Because if mm -hmm. you're, you know, and we can use this as a recording session. And I've already <laughs> said you. um and ah uh, and you know and, and all of these things. But you, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is Renee Hastings. This is the person that I know. This is the person, this is the, you know, you want to call it, you know, transparency, you know, keeping it real, all of that stuff. When you go live, this is it. Like if something were to happen, you know, if, if uh, a dog was barking or my chair fell out from underneath me, you would see it. It would happen. And so this is the this is another reason why I love shows like this is that you can talk to the folks in the community and say, you know, Tori just is loving it right now. And Carla can't hide her excitement. All of these people are engaging and this is creating a safe place a community uh, where you can share in these things and the fact that you know exactly what you're what you're doing is i've just i'm i'm beaming with with pride so i i just i, I feel like uh, you know maybe i had a little bit to do with that maybe my thumbprint is on that i guess a little oh bit we do work together and i you know maybe we'll get maybe we'll get into that a little bit but i want to be able to to serve your community today. So, so Renee, please let me know um, if there's anything that I can do or, or, you know, if you've got anything for me that I can, I can dig into and, and help, um, you know, anyone on their journey. Yes, absolutely. And I have to say that this day would not be possible were it not for your inspiration and encouragement and support and allowing us the opportunity to work together with you to kind of get our feet wet to see what it even looks like. Like, what is this podcast business? I, I don't do this thing, but you make it look so easy. And there's so many people benefit from the shows that you produce, uh, which we can definitely talk about uh, uh, a little bit later as you share with us your journey of um, how you got to where you are and the lessons learned and things like that. And I just love that Dan is joining us so that he can get in touch with his feminine side. Okay. Get in touch with all the sides, Dan. All the sides. All the sides. <laughs> right. So Chris, tell us, how did you get started? I know that you had a career with Sony. Tell us about your career with Sony. How did that translate into what you currently do? What do you currently do? What is the audience that you serve? Who is your audience that you serve? Who are your ideal clients? Tell us, give us all the stuff. Okay, I'll answer all 16 of those questions right now, Renee. <laughs> I started uh, in the music business at Sony while I was still in college. And so I went to college in Nashville. And I have always been uh, a part of music. Not necessarily the music business initially, but I think mean, one of my earliest memories was my dad playing trumpet in the house and playing, you know, big band records from Glenn Miller and John Coltrane. My favorite things was this thing that I knew before I watched The Sound of Music. And so this music was a part of me and it, it, it became an innate creative thing for me. I have three rules in, in, in life, really, every day. And uh, one is to create more than I consume. Mm -hmm. uh, second is to make my wife laugh because... <laughs> 
I mean, you see this face. I love that she, one. She married me for my sense of humor. <laughs> and, and third is to listen to music because for me, listening to music is my creative gasoline. That what, that's what gets me going. And so, you know, some people meditate, some people pray, some people have journaling or, or things like that. Listening to music is really what, what does that for me. So, so who's your favorite artist? It's Miles Davis. Miles Davis, really, yeah. I never would have guessed Miles. Yeah, Davis. he encompasses and and what he does, it really encompasses sort of the you know the my sort of aesthetic, as it relates to music. It's it's sort of ever changing and always moving forward, and that's that's really what he did. I'm not saying Miles Davis didn't make mistakes. There's there's some bad Miles Davis records. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> uh, but he's absolutely my favorite. Um, uh, my favorite you know, artist and thing to listen to. It really is, uh, you know, Sketches of Spain by Miles Davis is, is sort of like when I have a go-to get my creative juices flowing, that's what it is. So being in the music, uh, you know, being into music so much, of course, I learned to play instruments. And for those that are watching uh, on the video, either live or on the replay, they're seeing bass guitars that are, that are hanging behind me. And if you are listening right now on the audio version of the podcast, please uh, go to YouTube to Renee Speaks and subscribe there because that's where you're going to get my guitars hanging behind me and uh, the wonderful backdrop that Renee Hastings has currently. So, the um, you know, well, you, if you ask me sixteen hours. questions, I may take a while to answer it. I'm sorry, Renee. Um, it's perfectly fine. Perfectly but, fine. You know, I started to learn how to play music and realized that a lot of bands needed bass players, and so mm -hmm. I didn't know if I, you know, I started out on guitar. I played a little drums. I learned how to play piano. All self-taught on everything, wow. and and I realized that the music that I loved at the time, which was more like rock and alternative and you know sort of i was into jazz and all that stuff they really just needed bass players so i was like well i'm gonna learn the bass and get into bands and so that's what i did i fell in love with the instrument just absolutely fell in love with the instrument and was in bands um for you know in detroit where i grew up but also when i moved to nashville to go to school uh that's that's really what i did and as a bass player what many uh, may know is that um, you know usually the guitar, uh, the guitarist, and/or the singer writes a majority of the music in most cases, and mm -hmm. so the bass player tries to write the music and and you know has you know can be involved in that. But I always ended up doing the business, mm -hmm. and so and not just because I was the one that left over to book the gigs and and go to college radio stations. By the way, college radio station interviews the original podcast. <laughs> and you know, long before there was podcasts, we would go to a city, a city, and do a show, and and go to the local college radio station and do an interview slash podcast. Mm -hmm. And so, I got pretty good at it, and so so good at it that other bands that uh, were trying to hire me to do their business, in addition to the bands that I was in. And so I went to school <clears throat> to learn the music business to say I, I can continue to be in bands but I can also learn this thing called the music business. And mm -hmm. lo and behold, Sony hired me before I even graduated from college. And I became this sort of started out early. It became a field marketing rep, then eventually a sales manager and marketing director and decided to quit being in bands. I had a wife, I had two kids, chopped all my hair off, moved to Atlanta, Georgia, uh, and got some big job that Sony, you know, put, uh, you know, put in front of me and uh, continued down that road until I decided that I wasn't going to move to New York. I wasn't gonna to move to back to Nashville. I wasn't gonna to move to Los Angeles 
because the music business had taken a dive and there I was the only person working for Sony in Atlanta. And I decided I would rather be a husband and a father uh, because our family was was really entrenched in, in Atlanta. And I wasn't going to I wasn't going to do what I saw a lot of other people do, which was being on their fourth spouse and, you know, you know, and all of that. It wasn't worth it to me. I would read what was worth it to me is no matter what my title is. My kids don't care. They just wanted me there for their soccer matches, there for their plays. My wife wanted me to be there as her husband. And so that's what I chose. And so I started this business in the podcasting uh, industry. And a lot of people go, well, you went from this job at Sony in the music business, and now you're in the podcasting business. But Renee, they are very, very similar. So if you look at it from a content creator perspective, uh, musicians are content creators. They don't want to know how the music gets up on Spotify. They don't want to know how uh, you got something set up on Apple Music or how you got their LPs in Urban Outfitters. They don't, they don't care. They just want to make music. Right. And a lot of podcasters, a lot of people, and a lot of the clients that I have, they don't want to know how the sausage is made. They just want to show, and that's what we do for them. That's right. Right. And what a job you do. You. Oh, my gosh. Your your clients rave about you. And um, I see the comments after the shows. They're like, oh, best show ever. Never have I ever had so much fun. You bring the heat <laughs> when it comes to podcast show production, let me tell you. So thank, thank you. you so much for that. So I guess I'll get officially into like my real interview questions. And uh, Oh, that wasn't a real one? Gosh, okay. <laughs> Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes the real questions. So what advice would you give to someone who's just starting on the journey? Maybe now that you have all these years of experience, mm -hmm. what would you tell yourself back on day one when you were just getting started? You don't wake up like this. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't wake up on episode 400. You don't wake up with 16 clients. You don't wake up with a $400 microphone and a $3,000 camera. And I, I don't have a $3,000 camera, but <laughs> Me neither. The, the point is, is that, and this is, this not only applies to podcasting, I, you know, those that are listening, if you are think if, if you're in any business, okay, you don't get better by just consuming. You get better by consuming, but doing more than you consume. And so, you know, Dan Jordan here is in, is in the chat. And when I met him um, two and a half years ago, I barely had anything going on. I had a few clients. I had some things going on. I didn't, I, I didn't know if I needed, if, if I was going to get another job or if, if I was going to actually lean in and do cast ahead absolutely full time as an entrepreneur. I didn't really even know. Hmm. But I saw this guy speaking at an event. And I thought, oh my gosh, this dude, I can work with. And yeah. so I, I thought to myself, okay, let me see if he has a podcast. And I looked and I saw that he had a podcast, but it was, it was taken down at some point. I said, okay, so he had one, but he stopped doing it. And he was talking about the seven magic words, which are, I wonder if you could help me. Those are the seven magic words. And oh, he did I'm a live wondering. cold call and he did the whole thing. Right. And I, and I was like, 
I'm going to work with this guy. And so after he was done, you know, he was selling books at this event and he was signing books. And I walked up to him and I said, I wonder if you could help me. <laughs> I love it. And he, and he, of course, right, grabs his attention. This guy listens to me. And I asked him, I said, um, so um, I held my phone out too, just to, just to, you know, have it be a little bit more dramatic. And I said, can you, can you let me know what, what your podcast is? Mm. And he, he understood why I was asking that because he's a salesperson. He's, he's very intuitive and he knew he didn't have a podcast and he looked at me and he said, so you make podcasts. And I said, yes, I do. And I said, I'd, I'd love to be able to talk to you about, about, you know, doing a podcast. And so I did not at the time have much at all in terms of what you see now in the, in the clients that I have. And the conversation with Dan, he was very patient and in, in sort of like working with me. And I think as, as someone that's new, you need a sandbox to play in. Like right now we're on your first show of Renee Speaks. You're doing it. Like this is rep number one. Okay. Show number two is going to be better than this show. Hard to believe, ladies and gentlemen, that you can have a show better than this right now. Well, and Dan says you start with the D's. <laughs> right. But show number two is going to be better than, than show number one. Three is better than two. And then you're going to learn things on the way. You're going to make mistakes. I still make mistakes, right? Oh. But I have this, I have, I'm a recovering perfectionist. And I realized that I wasn't doing enough. I was hold, everything was holding me back. Like, oh, this isn't right. And I ended up editing, over editing. And, and, and all of a sudden I was like, this isn't me anymore, right? Mm -hmm. And so what really changed for me and hopefully might change for, for your listeners is uh, there's a, a speaker at his Global Leadership Summit. His name is Craig Groeschel. And um, he okay. has this thing called, this acronym called GETMO, and it stands for Good Enough to Move On. Mm. And I saw him speak on that. And, and, and basically, you know, people think that the longer amount of time that you spend on something, the higher the return on your investment is. Mm -hmm. And it's actually not the case. It's the longer that you do, it's just one big long line of your investment. And so at some point you have to cut the cord, right? And you've got to build, you got to stack in order for that, uh, that time, uh, you know, to, to pay off in terms of investment. And that's really what clicked for me and uh, got me through that, that, that perfectionism that I, that I had. And uh, luckily I had clients that were patient enough to work through those mistakes with me. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, some of them, most of them are still with me. So, <laughs> well, and that speaks volumes when your clients stay with you time after time, recording after recording, podcast episode after podcast episode, not only as Carla says, uh, the more, the better, that just builds that loyalty, that builds that trust, that builds those relationships where they want to tell their friends about you. So like our business, I'm sure yours too, has been word of mouth referrals for uh, growing your business. And if it hasn't been, how, um, how would you suggest someone uh, grow and market in their business? Well, 
depending on the business that you're in, the business that I'm in, I could speak about how, um, you know, there is a little bit of outbound, uh, things that I do. And I'm, I'm certainly, you know, as I, as I work with, uh, you know, a, a executive help now and some others and, and having virtual staff and, and, you know, working to scale, uh, this, this business that I have to include more outbound stuff. So I can accommodate new clients that I want and I don't have to turn people away because I quote unquote, don't have, um, don't have an you know time uh, to do that, but because I'm in this business where we're broadcasting a lot, um, mm -hmm. those things get shot around, and I can take that content and chop it up into various you know reels or YouTube Shorts or you know whatever it is that you're. So there's a lot of perception that happens when you do something that is of high quality when you take the time. And, and consider it important, right? And, and I know that the content that I create is going to outlive me and I treat it like that. So, when I, so I, as an entrepreneur, you get to choose the people that you work with. Mm -hmm. You get to choose that. You get to say, yes. you know what? I don't care if you have the money. You're not the kind of person that I, you know, and I, you don't just shun that. You give them, you give them something, right? Or you, or you give them to someone else so that they can help them along in their journey. But to answer your question more specifically, when I get to the end of a show, people see it, right? It, it could be the guest that's on a particular show. Uh, just the other day, uh, we did a show with Dan and uh, the show ended and the guest was like, holy insert word here. This is the best show I've ever been on. And yes. Um, and my clients know, uh, you know, they're the ones that are delivering the content, but, mm -hmm. you know, in terms of what's said and, but they know that all the bells and whistles and the whole process from setting up the guests to creating the graphics, to creating the intro video, to creating an engaging live show, and then everything afterwards sprinkling for months to come. They know I had to, they had, I had uh, you know, not everything to do with it. I'm not going to take full, full credit uh, on that, but I had a lot to do with that. And so I get a lot of business from people seeing what I do. So my outbound really is promoting the clients that I have, knowing that I made that content, if that makes any sense. It's not yeah. necessarily like, and I do get referral business, you know, Dan's been a huge uh, fan, obviously, and, and you know, uh, promotes the, the business that I have and, uh, you know, the other clients do as well. Uh, but it, a lot of the business comes from people seeing it and just going, holy smokes, where, who does that? Who did that video? How did that, how does that work? And then they immediately say, call Chris Stone or here's the, here's the LinkedIn, here's the link. Okay. I think we're frozen. See, if you didn't know it was live, now that you know we're live. Um, all right. Okay. So now we have a solo show with Renee Speaks. I'm not Renee. I'm Chris Stone. And uh, we'll continue with this until we get Renee back. So uh, hopefully stand by. And thanks for everybody that's joining here. I'm seeing Tori and Della agreed. Sometimes we get caught in all the details and perfecting things, but sometimes it's all about getting it done first and improving later. I love that. Done first and improving later. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, instead of uh, perfection, look for progress. 
right? If we look for progress uh, instead of perfection, um, you know, we're going to listen, perfect is boring. I'm just going to, I'm going to lie. Perfect is boring. And there's no more bigger Testament uh, to that than what you see on sort of Instagram. And when you see somebody, you know, sort of keeping it real and it's like, here's a picture of my laundry room. You know, here's my, here's my dirty clothes. This is what I have to do today. And, you know, especially if a, a well-known person does that, I think, you know, people want to see what, what is real. They want to see something that, you know, uh, you always boarding your private jet or things like that. They kind of want to see you in a, in a real situation that doesn't look manufactured. And um, I think, yeah, so Quizmas beginning is always the hardest. And, um, you know, one thing that I would uh, suggest uh, on that is if you're having trouble starting, and maybe it's for video. I'm just going to give you an example of this. And Quizmas, let me know if you know what what type of business that you are in. But for for the people that I work with, if they have trouble maybe going live on on video, I just tell them to hey, record yourself, record yourself because no one else is going to see it but you. But if you want to show it to someone and have them you know give you some constructive feedback, um, you can do that. Um, but you have to be ready to listen to that and receive that feedback on that recording and then act on it because they have your best interest at heart. So Renee, you're back. And we did, in, we did what we call in the business of, of stretching, right? So uh, um, listen, I, I've done this a few times. And yes, if you didn't yes. know it was live, you now know, right? Thank God. <laughs> you're the best stretcher ever. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I have absolutely no idea what happened. The internet just completely shut down and mm. I'm like, what in the world? But thank you so much for just continuing to keep it going, keeping it moving. I noticed a couple of uh, uh, items in the chat. Folks are saying that the beginning is the hardest and that Dan says that every show I do with Chris, the person interviewed says that this was the most well done, uh, well produced show that they've been on. And I am a witness. I can definitely agree as a guest on Dan's show, <laughs> where Chris and I first met, that uh, it was such a fantastic experience. And I was like, oh my gosh, can we do that again and again and again and again? <laughs> it was so amazing. So thank you so much for that. And I believe as we were getting ready, as we kind of lost our, my audio, um, one of the things that you were talking about was um, the importance of just remembering um, that you're speaking to an audience. And long after this recording is over, it's going to live into perpetuity. That's right. <laughs> and so you want to definitely be giving something that people can uh, resonate with and that speaks to them and their spirit and helps them being able to do whatever it is that they need to do. Um, and Chris says, like writer Elizabeth Gilbert said, done is better than good. Sometimes trying to do good or perfect prevents us from ever finishing and we get stuck in the planning stage of our projects. Mm. So, yeah, definitely. I love the GETMO <laughs> acronym. Good enough to move on yeah. uh, because we can get stuck into that um, that uh, perfectionism and and. Um, paralysis by analysis. I think mm. it's another way that yeah. some people put that. Um, so uh, I truly, truly appreciate. Yeah. Well, look, we don't come back from the gym the first time shredded, 
right? I mean, it, right. You know, it, it, we know, we know, you know that you know, in order for you to live uh, more healthy, you exercise and eat better, right? Everyone knows that, but not everyone I does am. it. That's right. Not everyone does it. And so I think as it relates to this, you know, in order to get better, you have to do it more often. So, right. you know, and another thing that worked for me is, is Pat Flynn, who's a, you know, a passive uh, income uh, podcast he will, and sometimes when he speaks, he'll play you his first podcast that he ever did. Okay. And it's almost like it's not even the same person. And okay. it's really sort of cringy and awkward, like, oh, my gosh. But he did it. And, and it's just it's, it was brilliant because that helps people when they realize, well, if he started like that, I'm already better than that. Right. So <laughs> right. I, I can I can do this. <laughs> And you talked a little bit about um, knowing that, you know, and in, in what I mentioned earlier, treating your content with, with more importance. I think when you're starting out, I, I think you don't think about that as much because that can, if you're already somewhat of afraid of getting on camera, if you're thinking about this content living forever, that can, that can create some fear. But I think once you get into it and you start to realize, and it usually takes about 20 or so episodes, right? So set yourself a goal and say, you know, in about three months, um, I should be having fun. And if it's not fun for you, I used to say, Renee, you know, hey, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> but eventually, I think by episode 30, and if they're not having fun, you can hear it and you can right. see it. And no one wants to hear or see someone that's not having a good time and is passionate about it. And it's really just, you know, listen, if you know you need a podcast, maybe you need to find somebody else to, to kind of do it for you. Or uh, maybe this, this, this might not be for you. But having fun is important. And so when you get to that point and you're, you have these episodes built and you're having fun, then you say, listen, when I'm dead, Okay. Nobody gets out of this thing alive. I'm sorry to make it dark so uh, early for all of you in, in episode one. This content, today's show will outlive me. The content that we chop up later, this episode will live on the interwebs as long as Elon Musk allows it. This will, this will live and outlive us. And so if you know that, why not treat this as a legacy for you? Like maybe what I just said 10 minutes ago impacts someone like the people that I've mentioned, whether it's Pat Flynn or Craig Rochelle or all of these people, that's going to impact people for years. Those guys will be dead and somebody else will go this. And how many times have you heard somebody say, well, you know, Zig Ziglar said this or so-and-so said this and, you know, well, so most people aren't around. Yeah. And yet they're still impacting people. Awesome. That's really what I'm doing it for. I'm yeah. doing it so that when I'm gone, I have some sort of legacy and not just my own voice, but the voices of the people that I work with. Right. And that is so noble um, and, and a really great attitude to go into it with, because it's not about us right. as hosts. It's about speaking life, speaking mm. a word. Come on. People who need it. And mm. especially... A, and the times that we live in, there's so much up and down turmoil. Um, just you just don't know what the next day is going to bring. 
And so if you got two seconds to come on live and share, share something that speaks into that moment, that encourages, that lets people know you've got this, you can do this, They're, you're not alone. We're here for you. We're with you. Go for it. That's what I said in one of my interviews. Go for it. Don't give up. Those words could be hitting a person at just the time that they need it and can be the difference maker in that, not just that day, but the impact that it could have from that day forward for that person. So I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I love it. And you're going for it today. Today's the testament of you going for it. And uh, I know the, the folks that you work with had something to do with reminding you that you said that. And uh, yes. that, that helps. <laughs> yes, May's yeah. awesome. Oh, she is. She's behind the scenes. But man, I'm telling you, she is making it happen today. And when we first started talking about it, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And she said, just go for it. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going for it. So, uh, and I haven't looked back and have no regrets. And I, it is my hope and desire that not only will episode 30 still be fun, um, but episode 300 will be even more fun. Uh, just because I, I, I love fun. I love being happy. I love bringing joy and I love helping other people. And so I, this is a, an awesome way to do that. And I just am so grateful to you for exposing us to it, hmm. that this could actually be a thing that we can also join in with you on. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, the first time that you were on Dan's show as a guest, I had no idea who you were. <laughs> but, you know, it just comes to the point of you know, at some point, you know, our voices are not for everyone. So there's probably someone that might listen to this or watch this and just be like, I, this isn't working for me. And that's okay. But if I don't do it, if I don't get out, and if you don't show up on Dan's show, I'm not here right now. Right. right. Because I don't, I I don't know, I wouldn't know who you are. You know, maybe I would see, you know, uh, an advertisement or something, you know, later on, uh, because you would eventually have done uh, podcasting. But to me, that that's that doesn't sound like it's an accident and doesn't feel like an accident. And that's so, annoying. you know, anyone that's listening right now, start thinking about some of the things that happen in your life and the people that you're connected with and the possibilities you have for your business. And think about, well, maybe this wasn't an accident that this person was brought to me. And, and maybe I can, you know, work together with this person and we could work together to raise the ships for our collective businesses or our collective efforts or our mission or our voice or for whatever we have, because it's important to know you can't do it alone and you have to be able to surround yourself with the people that you're going to help and that you can help as well. And, and you know, a lot of people use the analogy of where, uh, you know, success in a business or success in life or whatever isn't just about reaching up to people that you think are sort of above you, right? The, uh, you know, the, the gurus or the experts or whatever that you think from your um, imposter syndrome you could never be, right? You think, well, maybe I asked this person for help, right? That's reaching up. But while you're reaching up for that person, while you're reaching up for help, and they're actually maybe helping you, you got to reach back to, right? right? Pull that's some people right. along and, yes. and, and because that's what they're doing for you. 
And that's, that's how things work. You know, people think it's very, it's very, you know, there, things are very high and you're very down here. It's not the case. We're all humans here and we're all in this, this situation together. And if you do have success, it's even more imperative that you reach down and understand that, you know, it's not really that far of a, of reach really. And that's when good things happen. That's right. Definitely. I can, I can relate to that so much uh, because as our business has grown, it it first started out with just, you know, me (laughs) working, 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 working day and night, day and night, Mm -hmm. just constantly working, trying to satisfy and please all the, um, the customers and, you know, me being a praying woman, I I had to pray, Lord, (laughs) help me. (laughs) I am tired. (laughs) I need some help. And then he sent me uh, another virtual assistant to help me with the business. And then once uh, and then then it was just the two of us for almost a a year and we were making things happen and rocking and rolling. And then meanwhile, our clients are telling their friends about us and and the business is continuing to grow. And now, you know, our team has just grown from just, you know, us two to now almost, you know, just it's more than double, triple, even grown so exponentially that now we can take on. Uh, Dan once asked me in one of his meetings, uh, it was a networking meeting. He said, if I had 10 people to refer to you today and they all wanted a virtual assistant, could you help me? And there was a fraction of a pause and he knew, nope, Mm. you're not ready. You're not ready. Now let him ask me that today. (laughs) (laughs) I think he can here in the chat. (laughs) Bring it on. We've got you because it's a team. This Mm. we are absolutely a team, and uh, our our team has just grown together. We work together, and so I recognize the importance of. Extending opportunities to people as opportunities get extended to me, then I get to extend opportunities to other people to help us with the business. So it definitely is one of these things here. And I absolutely just love it. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. And I love that it's growing and it's growing for the right reasons. And it sort of goes back to some of the things we talk about as entrepreneurs, you know, choosing the people you work with. Right. You know, maybe early on, it's like, oh, I'll take any any client that I can get or any employee that I can hire or any, you know, because I, I, I just I'm, I'm so, you know, but it's so important to realize. And, and somebody said this in a networking meeting, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of the greatest things about being an entrepreneur is not just the fact that you get to, you know, uh, not necessarily work in the business or on it or whatever that is, but you get to choose the people that you work with. And if you work for a company you don't have that choice. Even if you're the manager, sometimes the hiring manager, you don't have that choice, believe it or not. So um, it's, it's a great, it's a testament to how, uh, how great of a team that you, that you are. And I know you're a humble person, but how, how great of a, of a person you are and how you have that visionary uh, mindset and know that you, you have, you want this business to flourish that you're in. And so, you know, the components and the type of people uh, that you need to have around you. And I'm just so excited that you're now doing this and, and doing a show that, um, you know, 
is is for entrepreneurial uh, women more specifically. And so, you know, if if someone is listening here and and is watching this video, um, there is a uh, there's an Edison research report that just came out last month. And, you know, we all know sort of podcasting is hot, right? Everyone like this is, you know, everyone's talking about it, but it has tapered some overall. But what hasn't tapered is the amount of women who are listening to more podcasts. So as podcast overall is going down, the the gender gap um, is closing. And so you're getting, um, I'm not saying there is more women than men that are podcast listeners, but it has grown. And so the research actually was that um, they asked these women, you know, what, you know, their thoughts on certain things. And there was a huge, huge amount of that, you know, increased uh, women listenership that said that they wanted to have more women's voices on podcasts, more women's voices. And so here you are. Uh, you know, on your on episode one, a, a massively successful episode, in my opinion, even though at times, you know, the Internet doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't cooperate. We we, we stretched and, and kept it alive. Yes. But, yeah. you know, there there are so many women that are going to be impacted by this. And you're taking advantage of that. Not intentionally. You you're, you're, you wanted the show no matter what. Like if, if women's listenership was down, you'd still be doing it. Yes. But um the good news is, is it's not. And so um, I can't wait to see the success of this show. Wow. Well, thank you so much, uh, Chris. This has truly been one of the most memorable experiences of my entire life. What? <laughs> my whole <Wow>. life. <laughs> I have just enjoyed you. I have enjoyed listening to you, your story, your journey, your words of wisdom, your nuggets of advice, your Getmo, your um, all of the references to all the different people, the leaving a legacy of what it is that we're saying for our next generations and bringing people along with us on our journeys, the importance of that. What an incredible show. You are truly amazing. I cannot thank you enough. And I wish nothing but the best for you on your journey and as you continue to grow. So speaking of that, I know we've got just a few more minutes left, but tell us what's next for Cast Ahead. What's going on with you and, 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 and how can we help you? Well, since this is the greatest show of all time, uh, as as announced by Renee, I have nothing left to do, so I quit. No, I. Um, if you if you want to get in touch with me, I'd love to. I'd love to be able to do that. Let me know if this if any of this show has impacted you. Please, you know, uh, chime in. If you have been impacted by this show, please share it with someone that you know would would get something out of it. Not not share it because they get something out of it, you know, and I would get more business. But I believe that. The number one way to promote any show, any podcast, isn't the production value. It isn't the flashy graphics. It isn't the planning. It isn't the process. It's someone that shares an episode with someone else. And so, you know, Tori, Chris, Stella, Dan, all these folks that are here in the chat, share this with someone you think would be impacted uh, by it. This is the, and, and if you support this show and you support Renee, um, you know, it's free and, uh, that person can be impacted and you help 
to increase that legacy. Um, and so, yeah, I'm at chrisstone.contact. If you, uh, if you ever want to get in touch with me, um, it doesn't matter on whatever platform you can, you can find me there. I've, I've got, uh, you know, the LinkedIn, uh, is in there and I usually end up uh, responding mostly to that, but there's Instagram and heck, you can even connect with me on Pinterest if you want. I think I can check that. Um, and, uh, so that's, uh, that's really it. And I, and I think to answer your question more specifically, uh, we are scaling out and taking on more clients for sure. And uh, you know that you're a part of, of that with me. Yeah. And, um, so and fun. obviously focusing uh, on building the efforts that we do on, uh, on Amazon. And so if you're interested in uh, what we do on Amazon as, uh, as deal casters, as Amazon influencers, which we didn't get into, well, that's fine. Uh, you can, oh, well, hi, look at that. We have uh, major production here from May. Thank you for that. That's Thank the show you. I do on, uh, on Amazon called Deal Casters. And uh, what we do is, is we go live on Amazon and work with uh, motivated entrepreneurs, speakers, maybe people starting their uh, journey, or maybe somebody that just wants to look better on a, on a Zoom call on the tech. And we say, don't fear the gear because we work with people and actually train people live on Amazon, how to use a mic, how to, you know, what kind of headphones they should use, uh, all of that stuff. We just happen to do a live show in the biggest mall in the world on Amazon. And uh, if you want to check that out, we're at dealcasters.com live that is awesome and it is a great show everyone let me tell you um i did get a, an amazing referral uh for a camera uh that i absolutely love <laughs> and um I'm, I'm so grateful for all of the the um recommendations because you guys not only talk about what you love even if there are products that you're not so crazy about, you go out there and you're like, oh, no, this is all, all don't believe the hype, y'all. <laughs> don't believe the hype because it does this, it does this, it does this. We would recommend something else. And I, I really appreciate that authenticity and the fact that you're not just out there saying yes to everything. You know, you're being real about what it really is. Yeah, it's so. a long game. It's a long game for anyone who has a brand is, you know, when you start to see success and you get, you know, uh, approached by companies or brands, if you don't believe in that company or that brand and you know it's going to reflect on you eventually, probably not a bad idea to not work with uh, that. So it's a, it's much more of a long game uh, in that respect. And if you can, you know, again, sort of going back to the legacy thing, it's like, you know, you have to think about things more in the future, not just in the moment, right. not just in the live show, um, that this content outlives us. And uh, if I ever were doing a video on dealcasters talking about something I didn't believe in, I couldn't live with myself and probably wouldn't sleep at night. So I, it's just it's just something that we we do. And sure, are we leaving some money on the table? Probably. Uh, but I just think that, uh, you know, the overall brand and the long game perspective is more important than that. Absolutely. And we thank you for that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> thank you. This has been, this has been so amazing. And I know we've gone long uh, and I appreciate everybody that's, that's hung out here in the chat and joined uh, again, please support this show. I'm like, Renee, I'm your biggest cheerleader. And you know that uh, just because you're <laughs> one of my favorite people guys. on the planet. <laughs> And um, I can't wait to see uh, this thing just uh, succeed and just and, and, you know, climb mountains for people. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. This was thank you. truly an amazing experience. Thank you for making it so great. And with that, we will wrap for today. And until next week, 
we will see you soon. Take care. Bye.